It's time for Love Talk with the Love Ladies, Kathy, Carrie, and Evelyn. Love talking today about fighting back after a hard diagnosis. Good morning, Gavin, and good morning to you who are listening to us today. This is Evelyn, and you're, you're, you're tuned in today to uh, Love Talk. And um, Love Talk is uh, praising in the pits <laughs> at times. <laughs> and uh, we, we really do operate by the story of the love of the Lord Jesus and uh, how he how he took um, every back um, everything that was not of him he took back and you know sometimes that's kind of hard but uh, the Lord has a plan for us and for each one of us and as we learn to walk with Him and talk with Him as our, my last book said. Um, we have to realize that um, through Jesus, therefore, is nothing. Let us continue to offer God a sacrifice of praise. So we're going to talk about sacrifices of praise. The fruit of the lips that openly profess his name. Now, I like that thing. So as we are here today, Missy. You're quoting scripture from Hebrews today, Miss Evelyn. I love it. I I love it. Things are just sort of messed up all around today. We've been on a three-week vacation and getting back and found out our refrigerator didn't make ice. And when Van found out what was wrong with the ice pack, he found that we were in serious trouble. You were in serious trouble when you got back, huh? Yes. So I called Gene early this morning. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, no, I don't think so. And I said, okay, I'll, uh," because Gavin wasn't up yet. And so... Anyway, we just didn't prepare like we normally do in clothing. <laughs> well, Miss Evelyn, you're here, and we're so glad that you're here. Hello, friends. That is the First Lady of Love, Miss Evelyn Davison, and you have found Love Talk. We are so grateful that you have found the Love Ladies. I am Coach Carrie Brinkater, and, of course, on the line, we have our beautiful, wonder-filled friend, Kathy Endebrock. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning, Coach Kerry. Good morning, Miss Evelyn. I've been looking forward to this for the last two weeks. We, uh, all of our listeners have been enjoying Dr. Carol and uh, mm-hmm. some of her programming. And we are talking about health, friends. We want to be healthy. And, you know, in order to make a healthy impact, you need to be healthy. And all of us want to make a healthy impact right where God has placed us. And, you know, it, it's so funny. You talk about ice. Sometimes in, in therapy, you need heat. And sometimes you need ice. But you always, <laughs> in therapy, need God's word. And I tell you, that is just something that keeps me going. When things get a little bit tough, when things get a little bit painful, or when you're ready to celebrate and jump up and down with joy, I always love that you can count on Scripture to get you there, to celebrate with you, to help you through the difficulty, to give you wisdom, whatever you need. And so, Miss Evelyn, I love that you just uh, started us right off this morning with uh, Scripture out of Hebrews. And I, I want to say it's just kind of interesting. You mentioned ice and your ice maker not working. I am very curious. I'm calling in from Boise, Idaho, and we literally have had an ice shortage here what? for the last two weeks. So we had Jordan's graduation party, and uh, so we needed like eight bags of ice. And so places were either completely sold out or you were <laughs> limited to two bags of ice per person. Is that crazy or what? You never know what you're going to get, friends, when you wake up in the morning. So you better get into God's word to help you through it. Just to be ready. That That's a little that's a little crazy. Yeah, um, use I, the word we and you won't you will be three. Uh, that's right, Miss Evelyn. You always say, Miss Evelyn, he plus me. No, wait, me plus we equals he. And so um, I love that. Love that you always bring everything back to scripture. Friends, you are listening to KTXW, The Bridge, Austin, Central Texas Christian Talk, where we are building bridges of love and leadership. And yeah, Kathy, you know, mentioned that we have been out of pocket for two weeks. And so you guys have been listening to Dr. Carroll. Um, Miss Evelyn's been traveling with Van. She went and visited her sister Billy down in the Humble area. And Kathy and I uh, have been basketballing it um, with our youngest. Um, Kathy's daughter, Faith, and my son, Logan, are almost exactly the same age. They're both uh, 
they're going to be beginning their junior. Right. They do. They do. <laughs> except Logan's a giant and Faithy is not. Um, and uh, so they are both going to be beginning their junior year in high school. And they have been, uh, man, traveling the country with basketball over the past couple of weeks. And Kathy, Faith is in Las Vegas this week, and Logan and I were in Las Vegas last week playing basketball. I'm so sad that we missed her. I could not believe it. I'm like, oh, off by one week. Mm -hmm. That so stinks. Yeah, and did you guys make it up to Chicago? We went up to, uh, well, okay, actually, I say we. Faithy, we allowed Faithy for the first time ever to travel with her team and coaches by herself going mm, to Chicago and nice. it was hard on this mama let me tell you mm. I was like oh lord am I doing the right thing am I doing the right thing mm. but I, you know I, he just blessed it and she had an amazing experience but uh, yeah she got to see the Windy City oh wow that's awesome no we we weren't in Chicago um a couple of weeks ago uh but we I mean Logan played 12 basketball games in 10 days in two different cities and two different states and so I know Faith is feeling that too um, and this is our last weekend though in front of college coaches um probably the same for Faith so just uh just loving this season it's so incredibly crazy but it, I am I am just trying to drink in every single moment and Ashley and I keep telling each other we can sleep when the kids are gone we can sleep when the kids are gone um, and I know that um, I mean I just I'm enjoying every second friends we're so excited that you are joining us today for love talk we're thrilled for all three love ladies to be back together with our program today. You know, we've been on a journey over the past couple of months, this journey of health, spiritual health, women's health, men's health, mental health, financial health, sexual health, physical health, um, healthy marriages, healthy dads. I mean, we have talked about so many things. And today, the title of our program is Fighting Back. After a hard diagnosis, Miss Evelyn, you know this very well. There's been plenty of times in your life that you've had a difficult diagnosis. I mean, you've had um, breast cancer, you've had the tumor in your back, you've had the swelling in your brain, you've had a lot of <laughs> of crazy things happen right. to you. Right. And I tell you what, throughout every single journey, you've said, you know what, Lord. I'm going to continue to praise you. I'm going to continue mm -hmm. to give you the glory, and I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight because, Lord, I don't think you're finished with me yet. And there's work <laughs> well, I've to got do. Van. I have That's Van right. to take care of me. <laughs> you do have sweet Van to take care of you for 60-plus years. And, you know, friends, um, if you've missed any of our programs over the last several months, I would encourage you to go to Love Talk Network, and you can find all of our archives there. Now, I know sometimes Saturday mornings are difficult, um, but if you've missed any of our programs, go to Love Talk Network, and you can find them all there. Free. You know, Free. That's right. And you're going to want to text your friends, put it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you do, um, and tell your friends all about Love Talk and Love Talk Network. So today we get to talk to one of my good friends about fighting back after a hard diagnosis. And, you know, Scripture reminds us so many things about fighting, about about giving God the glory even when we don't feel like it. Um, Thessalonians 5.11, therefore encourage mm -hmm. one another and build one another up just as in fact you are doing. You know, when you have a hard diagnosis, it's important to have people around you that are encouraging you, that are building you up, that are that are being positive influences in your life. Also, in John 16, verse 33, it says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. You know, friends, we're not guaranteed an easy path. There's going to be troubles that come up in our lives. And how we handle those troubles and who we look to during those times is very, very important. Um, you know, Kathy, um, Mackenzie broke up with her boyfriend a couple of weeks ago. And it's what, it's what she wanted. 
obviously, but she's still struggling with it because, you know, this is a guy that, you know, she's texted, she's talked to every single day for almost a year. And so then when that's gone, you know, she's kind of floating in the breeze like, okay, mom, why is this so hard? I feel like it would have just been easier if he'd have broken up with me. Then I could just be angry and I could be done, right? But uh, so, you know, we've been walking through that with her. And, um, you know, that's hard when you're 17 years old. Mm. It's not uh, the same as getting a hard diagnosis about your health. But I think the feelings of sadness and grief are still very, very similar. And so I'm excited to chat about this today. Um, So what else has been going on with you guys, Kathy? Well, you know, I tell you, I I just I want to make a point on that because, uh, you know, relationships, we have three girls and um, and, you know, girls are relational and and Mm -hmm. girls like to surround themselves uh, with 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 friendship and with romance and with love and uh, you know it's you can get some of that from a movie but but uh, it's best to get that in real life Ooh. you know I mean <laughs> you don't want to rely on social media and entertainment mm-hmm. to fill that hole that's unhealthy and you know when we how we fill these needs these relational needs especially when we have difficulties in relationships how we deal with those and respond to those we can respond in a healthy way i mean so mackenzie can deal with with her her loss and her missing this young man and and all like that she can deal with that in a very unhealthy way or she can choose to deal with it in a healthy way Mm -hmm. and i just love this series i've been going back through our archives and Mm -hmm. listening especially to a couple of the guests that that really uh spoke to me and uh as they got into god's word to help them get Mm -hmm. healthy and so Mm -hmm. i just there's been such a focus on for me on getting healthy spiritually physically Mm -hmm. relationally and how we handle those things in relationship Mm -hmm. friends oh boy are those are those important and we need to make sure Mm -hmm. that we are having healthy relationships that we are surrounding ourselves with healthy relationships and you know sometimes that means letting go Mm -hmm. of unhealthy relationships Mm -hmm. it does it does well today as we introduce our guest i'm so excited to introduce y'all to my friend christy richard she has built a life on helping others become healthy and stay healthy uh christy has built a gym called 413 fitness it's a -a one-of-a-kind exercise program right here in central texas It's been wildly successful helping people with movement disorders, especially those such as Parkinson's, PSP, which is a form of Parkinson's that my dad had, Lewy body dementia, and other neurodegenerative diseases such as Alzheimer's and dementia. Now, Christy and I are quite opposite. Christy packs a punch in her frame of four feet, ten inches tall, and is a degreed first grade teacher who married her college sweetheart. She's a homeschooling mama to four children, and she was homeschooling long before the craziness of 2020. So if there has ever been an opportunity to God, for God to qualify the called, it was when he put it on her heart to open a boxing gym that she titled 413 Fitness for those living with Parkinson's disease, and she began this journey in 2015. She started with three clients in one gym and has now grown to three locations offering classes to anyone with movement disorders and to the general senior population. Christy is also a certified personal trainer with the National Academy of Sports Medicine, and she has become a good friend of mine. Welcome to the program, Christy Richards. Thank you, Coach Carrie. <laughs> it's great to have you, Christy, and I'm so excited to get into all of the fantasticness that is 413 Fitness when we return from our break. <clears throat> Friends, this program that Christy has designed uh, called 413 Fitness, it is phenomenal. It is fantastic. Um, My dad was involved uh, with a program like this, and we have so many wonderful fighters. We call them fighters. Um, Our clients that come to 413 Fitness, they all have some sort of movement disorder, and Christy has just designed a program where they not only work on their 
their physical health, but they also work on their mental health because being in community is so very, very important. Friends, when we return to Love Talk, we'll continue talking with Christy Richards, the owner of 413 Fitness, and fighting back after a hard diagnosis when we return to Love Talk right after this. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk right here on The Bridge, Austin, 101 FM and 1120 AM. You have found the love, ladies. I am Coach Carrie Brinkader, and, of course, we have with us the First Lady of Love, Mrs. Evelyn Davison, <laughs> who began Love Talk 36 years ago, and, of course, our wonderful friend on the line, Kathy Endebrock. It's great to have you today as we continue our series here on health, Miss yes. Evelyn, and today we're talking about fighting back after a tough diagnosis and uh, many of you out there listening friends have received a hard diagnosis a tough diagnosis something that you are dealing with right now maybe it's um, you know a a long-term thing like Parkinson's or PSP or maybe you've been diagnosed with cancer and you're gonna have to start treatment or you're going through treatment and you know um, there's so many things out there that could cause us to just shrivel Miss mm-hmm. Evelyn and it could cause us to go into our own little hole our own little world but you know God causes us to be in community and he wants our bodies to be healthy and he gives us crutches when we need them. Oh, you know, Evelyn, that's right. I, I, my sister uh, is two years younger than I, and she has all of the things that... Um, she has dementia and Alzheimer's, uh, right? Yes, yeah. the whole bit. And mm-hmm. when I walked in, she's in a really good... In a, um, Facility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I walked in, she came running, and she said, you took my cash. Oh, no. <laughs> she's uh, just, she's struggling. Yeah. See, the, mm-hmm. la- the last time we saw her was Christmas time, and we mm-hmm. went to for dinner, you know, and mm-hmm. um, she just insisted on paying. She has to have money. And, uh, it, you know, it is an amazing thing how God intervenes in our life when we need him. Yeah. When we need him. Yeah. So, I mean, well, I am really excited about asking uh, Christy uh, as we... Um, know you today we'd love to know how you came to know and love the lord jesus in a manner that can be um on this program yeah so christy i I don't know if you heard that miss evelyn's voice kind of kind of went real soft right there she asked you she'd love to know how you came to know that jesus loves you well i was very very blessed to have a great grandmother and a grandmother who are just pillars of intercessory prayer and love Jesus and um, my gosh I'm going to start crying already <laughs> they they were just rock stars for Jesus is the only way I can say it um, just strong strong women and so my parents were not in church and so my grandmother and my great-grandmother took turns coming and picking me up and I will say it wasn't my great-grandmother was not the mother of my grandmother. It was a different side of the family. Mm. So it wasn't like a mother and daughter that were just doing this. It was on both sides. My mom's um, great, my mom's grandmother and my dad's mom were doing this. Mm. And so they would pick me up and take me to church. Um, and when I was six years old, my mom came out of a doctor's appointment. She was pregnant. I don't remember. I want to say like 32 weeks pregnant. And she was crying. And she said, I'm having twins. And we were just like, I was like in the back seat going, Yay! Was, oh, this is not part of the plan. <laughs> um, that afternoon, they induced my mom. And it was because one of my brother's heart and, and his lungs were not fully developed. So they weren't picking that up. Um, you know, and this was way back whenever you had like one sonogram. And, you know, mm-hmm. you know they're 40 years old now. And. And so anyways, my brother was airlifted to San Antonio and I remember my mom praying. I just, she was like, God, if you will let them both live, I will devote myself to you. Um, you know, I will make a change. And sure enough, both of my brothers are very strong men and have, you know, grown up in the church. Um, my mom and dad both became the children's pastor mm-hmm. at our church, you know, like just full on you know like and you know and I and I said you know that was my brother but just mm-hmm. seeing that 
to me, that was a miracle. There was mm-hmm. nothing short of a miracle. My brother should not have lived through that. Mm-hmm. And, and so we, we attribute that to the power of prayer and, mm-hmm. you know, more than just my mom and dad's prayer, but you know, my grandmother's and my great grandmother's and everybody's prayers. And so, mm-hmm. um, I can say that I've never, you know, sure. When I went to college, I did some stupid things. But I never doubted <laughs> who Jesus was, and I never Didn't doubted, we that all? <laughs> um, you know, that he loves me or anything like that. And so it's, I would say that it was, you know, it was back at a very, very early age that I that I met Jesus. And, and thankfully, I've never had a time when I knew I couldn't call on him and mm-hmm. I couldn't, you know, turn to him. Uh, I love that. You know, Kathy has a very similar story about a grandmother uh, praying over her every single night and the power yeah. of that uh, of that legacy of prayer. Um, what a beautiful, beautiful story. You know, friends, um, i got to tell you how Christy and I first met. Christy and I met about four years ago. My daddy came to stay with me for two weeks while mom was taking a much-needed journey to Israel. And my dad was already uh, pretty far advanced in his symptoms of Parkinson's disease, and he had a very specific type type of Parkinson's called PSP that is pretty quick-moving and and, and fairly debilitating. So daddy came to stay with me for two weeks and, uh, I knew I needed to take him to exercise while he was staying with me. And so I found Christie's gym, 413 Fitness, and I took daddy six times over that two week period and I met Christie. And what was so funny is that, um, well, listening friends, y'all know me, Coach Carrie. Um, the first time that Christie met, met me, um, at the end of that first session with my dad, she walked up to me and she said, you would make a great coach here. <laughs> and, um, uh, I can't, I cannot leave the coaching. It is just ingrained in my DNA. And, um, and then, so last year, uh, COVID hit and I was literally sitting in the parking lot at HEB and I said, Lord, you know, that 2020 was my year to find my next thing. Lord, you know, I've really been praying about what, you would have me do, um, and literally sitting in that H-E-B parking lot, he said, call Christy Richards, Carrie. You need to go back to 413 Fitness, and I picked up the phone right then, and I called Christy, and I said, hey, I, I would love to just come volunteer at your gym. I'd love to just come and hang out with you and and uh, our Parkinson's friends, and um, so I did, and within, what, Christy, about eight weeks or ten weeks, um, I said, okay, I'm going to get certified uh, to lead uh, senior fitness, and Christy said, great, I want you to coach here, and so I've been coaching with Christy now um, almost a year, and I absolutely love it. I love it. Um, it is the highlight of my week. I, I love our fighters. And uh, I just, I, Christy, I just thank you for the opportunity. And uh, Christy, tell us, how did you come to name your gym 413 Fitness? So it is actually 413 Fitness. 413, I, yeah. 413. I, I sorry. Every time you say 413, because I'm like, 413, 413. Sorry, 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 sorry. 413. Habits are hard to break, but it's 413 for Philippians 413. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that was just my personal creed. And I'm not going to lie, our marketing person who was creating our logo, he was like, that is not going to stick. It doesn't mean anything. Nobody's going to get it. You're going to alienate people. You need to not have a Christian-y thing going. You need to have, and this is a, a believer was mm-hmm. telling me this. But if he's listening, he knows we've made our amends on it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but feedback. He, I, I said I really I want to stick to my guns on this, and so um, I really, whenever somebody joins and they ask me that question, I get to say this is how I live my life. That there is no explanation in the world of why I'm doing what I'm doing, except for God strengthening me. Mm. Um, you know, my first title was, was a first grade teacher. That's my background. Um, I was a stay at home mom. I was homeschooling four kids. I have no business to be teaching boxing and I have no business to be working with people with Parkinson's disease, except for God said, this is what I want you to do. And so through him, I have, 
you know, built this amazing, and I can't even say I've built it. I mean, he built it. I have, you know, it just was little things along the way that it just happened. And we stepped out in faith every single time. So, Mm -hmm. so I get to say that I get to say that lead with that. But then I created 13 things that I want our coaches to be using on 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 a consistent basis, amplitude, using their loud voices, um, big steps, agility, um, confidence, you know, just different things that I could say, okay, so we're doing it for 13 reasons. Mm-hmm. And so therefore I get to kind of, you know, not, you know, if somebody gets offended by that, I can say, well, whoa, 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 what we do it this way too. And so, mm-hmm. and, and it gives us a target. It gives us a goal of what we should be working towards also. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have got to share this because, um, I, you know, I was, I, I, when I was looking at Carrie's notes and, uh, and one of the questions about why you named your gym 413, um, it, I, I knew immediately where the name had come from, and I will, I will tell you why. Um, my two girls, their all-time favorite teacher, just this last spring got diagnosed with Parkinson's and we had a graduation party last weekend and as part of the graduation party we um had a bibles uh well a we she did it with her best friend and so each of them had their bible and we had highlighters and bible pens and we asked every single guest please go to their bible and highlight a scripture for them mm. and then sign your name next to it so that they know who gave them that, that scripture to bless them with. Mm. Well, when this teacher was leaving, I said, hey, did you get a chance to highlight a scripture in Jordan's Bible? And he said, oh, no, gosh, no, I didn't. But his wife was already out the door. His kids were out the door. And I said, well, you just tell me your scripture and I will go highlight it. And he told me. Philippians 4.13. Um, and um, so I, I went after I, I said goodbye to him and gave him a hug. I went straight to Jordan's Bible and I, I looked up Philippians 13 and highlighted it. And it was, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. So when I saw Carrie's notes on this, I was like, yep, I know exactly why mm-hmm. she chose that name. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a cool story. And, uh, you know, it's amazing how God weaves all these things together for us. You know, Christy, we we have um, fighters in our gym that, you know, their diagnosis is scary. Parkinson's is a is a diagnosis where you go, oh, gosh, OK, um, what what next? So what are some of the obstacles for people who are embarking on this journey with this new hard diagnosis? Well, I would say probably the most common one is anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's a lot of um, obstacles that you and I see, but it's the under ones that we don't Mm -hmm. see, that we don't know that they're living with, that are actually the scariest. Mm -hmm. And they don't realize um, a lot of times that anxiety and depression is, is what's keeping them um, from living a full life. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, being able to come for boxing, it's a great stress reliever. You know, you get to hit on those bags and, mm-hmm. and you know, and it just feels good to get some of that frustration out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's um, – I actually got a text yesterday from somebody, and they're like, I'm having these terrible hallucinations. Is this is this common? Because I've heard that's that's a later stage, you know, in life kind of thing. And it's like, um, you know, it, there's no two cases that are exactly alike. Mm-hmm. And so that's what makes it hard for us as coaches to really just kind of just come up with a program and just, you know, go for it because everybody is so different. But um, that it's it is tough. And, and one of the biggest things that I say to people, you know, is, Yes, the hardest thing to do is get up and go to the gym. The doctor's telling you to eat right and exercise, and all you want to do is sink in a couch or stay in bed with the covers over your head. Mm-hmm. But that's the last thing you need to be doing. You need to be getting up. And, you know, there's something about fresh sunshine and, and being with other people, that community that you talked about. You can't mm-hmm. you can't just sink back and be sad about this. You have got to literally, what we call it, it's fight back. And, um, you know, and so we play on the words of that for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, we see a lot. um, And when people walk in the gym, you know, I'll say, hey, you know, how you doing today? 
and they're very quick to tell me if they're having a bad day. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You know, because with, with movement disorders, specifically Parkinson's, mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes you just have a bad day. Your body just is not feeling right. And I'm so proud of them when they tell me that because they came to the gym. And typically by the time they they leave, they're feeling a little bit better. You know, it still might be not a great day, but they're feeling a little bit better Maybe not necessarily physically, but Christy, um, talk about the mental aspect, you know, of community and what they find when they come uh, to the community that that you have that you've that you've begun and that you've established at 413 Fitness. Well, exactly. I mean, sure, you could go outside and go go for a walk. You could get on a treadmill. You could go to the gym. You know, there you can do that. It's exercise. That's great. That's fantastic. But there is something about coming alongside somebody and doing life together. And, you know, for some of these folks, they don't have a significant other. We call them corner men at the gym. So that could be their that could be a child, that could be a friend, it could be their spouse. But for some people they don't have that. And so just doing life with somebody else, it, you're more likely to stick with it. Mm-hmm. But you're more likely to p- be pushed out of your comfort zone. So that's where, one of the reasons why we're seeing such huge changes in people's lives is because we're pushing them out of their comfort zone to make them work a little bit harder, make them exercise a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. But then when you start you know, jabbing at somebody, and, and I mean jabbing, I don't mean like punching somebody, but when you start trash talking somebody, mm-hmm. you know, and encouraging mm-hmm. one another and, and, you know, and, and just that, that life that gets to happen especially after last year, mm-hmm. you know, we, we immediately went to an online um, platform and man, there was something about when we came back together and we were doing classes in person, we were seeing people's, um, you know, quickly bounce back, gaining mm-hmm. back strength, gaining back agility. And it was amazing. And it was, it was about being together and being encouraged and, and, and doing life together for sure. Christy, I have a, a question for you. I mean, I just, I love, you know, kind of jabbing at each other and like you said, kind of encouraging trash talk. It's so silly and it's what you do as kids and and um, it reminds us that we truly are youthful. Even though our bodies are passing away, God has given us this eternal spirit and you know, even at 91, our spirit's just a, a baby. I mean, it's designed to live for eternity. So I, I love that you get these, your your friends and everyone who walks through those doors to remind them that they still get to have fun and um, to get them in touch again with that, that younger, youthful side of them. Help me to understand how, like, how did you even embark on this journey to help people with movement disorders? Because when I woke up this morning, I didn't say, hey, I'm going to go start a gym and help people with disorders. So. so that is a crazy story and it's totally a God story. I was I was teaching senior fitness because well I'll even go back farther than that. I was pregnant with my third child and was completely unexpected. And the doctor said, you need to not be doing things like kickboxing and things like that. So I've always well I shouldn't even say I've always I've just you know since being a mom, that was my outlet to go to the gym and get out of the house kind of thing. And so I um, I started teaching senior fitness 12 years ago, and, and one of my clients' husbands had Parkinson's. And she said, would you consider boxing for Parkinson's? What, have you heard anything about it? And I was like, uh, well, Muhammad Ali has Parkinson's, and I'm pretty sure he got it because he is a boxer. So that was about the extent of it. So I looked it up online, and there was this video of these two men that were trash-talking each other, and they were saying, your mama, well, at least I have a mama. You were born under a rock, you know, and these these were like 80-year-old gentlemen boxing this. And so I was like, this is for me. I have to do this. So um, field trip time, homeschool field trip, my husband took the kids to – to Indianapolis Children's Museum while I did a three-day training. And uh, I just, I wept every night. I was like, this is what I want to do. This, I have to do this. But, you know, my husband and I are not business owners at the time. We, I was, I had four children under the age of, of 10. 
you know, this was not anywhere on my radar. And so um, I was like, how am I going to have this conversation? I don't think I'm supposed to just go back and train this one gentleman. Um, you know, how am I going to do this? And so we were driving home and we were outside Waco and I was driving um, on I-35 I and my husband said, I think you're supposed to own the gym. I think you're supposed to start a gym in Austin. And so, of course, I started crying and had to pull over. And um, so we, um, I had had a dream of where a boxing gym was in Austin. And so that next week I was driving the car around and, and sure enough where I had the vision of where I thought this, where I thought I was supposed to open the gym, there was a boxing gym that was there in that facility. So I went in and talked to the guy and at first I was like, yes, yes, we have to do this. We have to do this. And, um, and then the next day he called me and he says, you know, I'm, I'm just really afraid they're going to fall. I just don't think, I don't think I'm the right setup for them. There's a gym right down the street. And so I called that guy, and sure enough, he was a speech therapist, so he was very familiar with Parkinson's because one of the things they struggle with is soft voices. And so he said, my gym's sitting empty in the day, so you could have it during the day. And um, and so we started offering classes, like Carrie said, with three fighters um, on a Monday afternoon, and I got to pay just a little percentage of what my profit was, so an opportunity to start the business without buying rent and all the equipment and everything. And that following Sunday, 60 Minutes did a special on boxing for Parkinson's. Oh. And so some people could say that was coincidence. Um, I kind of like to say God had something to do with that. And so um, we had 76 phone calls in 72 hours. We grew from three clients to 24 clients in just two weeks' time. Um, within two months' time, I was offering classes in South Austin because I had people driving from as far as San Marcos. And um, and then a year later, we opened our third gym in Georgetown because we had people driving from as far as Temple to come to classes. And so, um, you know, like I said, people can say it's coincidence, but I say, you know what, God had Every single thing ordained knew exactly what he was doing. And I just kind of got to be the mouthpiece, you know. I just kind of got to go along for the ride. Wow. Oh, Christy, I love that. And, you know, right now after COVID, um, you know, our, our clients, our fighters have, have, have come back. And now our classes are so full, and um, we're thinking about adding more classes. And so it's just, it's been such a blessing. And, you know, we've got, we still have people driving from Temple Belton area, um, you know, to come to the Georgetown classes, and they are just such a blessing. Now, tell us about the boxing. Like, okay, what, is it really the best exercise workout? How does this help people with movement disorders? Well, I like to say the exercise you do is the best exercise. (laughs) You do is going to be the best exercise. But the reason why we are seeing such huge improvement with the boxing is multiple reasons. Like I said, so many struggle with anxiety and depression. So they get to get on those heavy bags and just go at it. Mm -hmm. So often you and I, as a coach, Carrie, you know we're not having to tell them, get your heart rate up, let's go, let's go, Mm -hmm. let's go. Because they're just having a blast Mm -hmm. when they start hitting But when you train as a boxer, you're crossing the midline of the brain. So there is something neurological about that. So, you know, your left side having to connect with your right side. But then you're having to brace your core. You're having to stand up nice and tall. You're having to sink into those legs. All those things are fall prevention techniques. Mm -hmm. But it is the forced intense exercise pushing you out of your comfort zone that is causing for that neurological response. Neuroplasticity is happening. And it's just something that cannot be explained except for getting in there and trying it, getting your endorphins up. Because, sure, you can go for a walk, absolutely. But you're typically going to walk at where your comfort level is. Mm -hmm. So pushing them just a little bit harder is causing those endorphins to get flowing and causing that neuroplasticity to happen that so often disappears when you have a neurological disorder. Mm-hmm. Well, Christy, I know that you're not going to be able to join us for our final segment. Can you please tell our listening friends how to contact you? So we have a website, www.413, those are numerals, dot fitness. We're on Facebook. We are on Instagram. They can call me at 512 
695-4649. Or, of course, they can reach out to you, Coach Carey. I know that you can direct them in, into where those need to be. And um, there's can come. what we encourage them is to come try it for a week. Um, you don't have to make any commitment. Just come see what a class is like and see if we're the right fit for you. Mm, I love it. Christy Richards, thank you so much for joining us today on Love Talk. Now, listening friends, we still have one more segment. We're going to continue to talk about fighting back after a hard diagnosis. We're going to bring everything back to scripture, and we're going to continue to talk about 413 Fitness a little bit in our final segment. And friends, you don't want to miss it. Fighting back after a hard diagnosis when we return to Love Talk right after this. And welcome back, friends, to Love Talk on KTXW, The Bridge, Austin, 101.1 FM and 1120 AM. You can also live stream at thebridgeaustin.com. And you can go to our, <clears throat> excuse me, you can go to our archives at lovetalknetwork.com to get any of our shows. We've been in this amazing health series. And today, talking with Christy Richards about fighting back after a hard diagnosis. Now, we thought we were going to lose Christy after that second segment, but she's been able to stay with us as we wrap up um, our third segment of Love Talk. Friends, thank you for staying with us. We are talking about fighting back after a hard diagnosis. And, Carrie, I just love that you were able to meet Christy when mm-hmm. your dad was fighting back after a hard diagnosis with mm-hmm. Parkinson's, mm-hmm. and you have stepped in and began coaching um, individuals who are fighting back after the hard diagnosis of mm-hmm. Parkinson's and other movement disorders. Mm-hmm. Christy, I loved hearing about your, your background and how you got involved in this and how God really laid it on your heart to do. And then he just opened door after door, and we really see him fulfilling his promises about directing our steps and um, establishing our path. And it sounds like he even cleared out some of the boulders from your path because Mm -hmm. I know going in and opening a new business, it's so scary, yet he made it possible for you and your husband and your four children who had never been business owners to start a business with zero debt. I mean, Mm -hmm. only God, only God can do that. Now, you have three different locations, um, and you're looking at at adding more classes. I want to talk about individuals who are listening to this, and they have – family and they have friends or maybe even themselves who are struggling with movement disorders and they say, yes, I, I want to do this. Now, I know you said, look, you can get your first class free. Is there is there any help with insurance or are there scholarships or how can someone on a tight budget go in and, and get the help they need in community and um, in getting starting to move physically and rebuild um, some of those uh, maybe neurons and brain connections that have been um, degenerating over these last few months. Absolutely. So one thing that we, like we said, we come in, you try it for a week, but you know, what if you're not in the Austin area also? We have YouTube classes. Um, We have an archive of classes that we are uploading to YouTube. Um, We created them during um, COVID. And so now what we're doing is we're just putting those out there for anybody to, to have access to them. And we're kind of doing it in stages um, so that it's not overwhelming. But, um, yeah, after you do that first week, if there is a financial need, they can go to – there's a foundation that one of our fighters, he actually created, and there's a board. It's a foundation, and so they can go have a scholarship. And we always want them to have some skin in the game, so it's based on need. Um, and so they would pay what they could pay, and the foundation could could make up the need. And so they would get an application um, from me or they would get an application from their movement disorder. And, and if nothing else, they could go to strongerthanparkinsons.com. That's, I think it's .com. Oh, great. It may not be. Don't quote me on that. I can get the information though. Stronger Than Parkinson's. Search for it. And there's an application on there. And then, you know, if nothing else, they can make donations to that foundation and, and pay it forward to somebody else or pay, you know, Support somebody who can't financially pay for it. And that's, you know, our goal is that no one is ever turned away because of financial reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we've talked a lot about my dad and my dad passed away. Goodness, it's been two years, almost two years. Um, But I am 100% convinced 
that we had more quality time with my daddy because he was involved in a boxing program like this 413 Fitness um, in Houston. And I know my dad, he he had a desk job his whole life. Um, and he, you know, sat at a desk. He was never one to say, hey, I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to go exercise. That was not my dad. He never, ever exercised until he was diagnosed with Parkinson's. And then he got involved in these programs. And my dad is a social creature. He loves people. And it, I think for Daddy, it was just as much about his friends at the gym as it was about going and punching a bag, um, oh, yeah. for sure. And so I know, I know that we had more time with Dad because because he was involved in a program like this. And so I would just encourage anyone out there, if you have any questions about the program, to contact Christy. And to get involved and move your body. Um, you know, yesterday I had a fighter come early. He comes to a, a lower intensity class and he came early and he was watching the, the higher intensity class and he was over there just, he was moving. He got up and he just started walking and, and he felt so good yesterday after class and he said, Carrie, the more I move, the better I feel. And this, this young man is 84 years old. And he said, the more I move, the better I feel. He said, it, it takes work. I have to make myself move my body. But when I do, I feel so much better. And that, I, that really, Christy, that's what we hear all the time, isn't it? All the time. All, all the, time. the time. I have seen walkers be left at the gym. I have seen canes be left at the gym. Mm-hmm. We have a gentleman in Georgetown who was um, wheelchair bound for six years. He gets up and he walks the length of the gym, not by himself, you know, mm-hmm. but still he is walking. And so it is our goal in life in all of this is for them to have better quality of life. If you're there for biceps and you're there for for six-pack abs, this is not the gym for you. It is activities for daily living, for improving quality of life. And, you know, it just we've seen it over and over again. And I call them nothing short of miracles because it is truly changing people's lives. One of our fighters, the first time I met him, he couldn't get out of a chair without assistance. And then one day I saw him driving his own vehicle. This was the gentleman who was driving from San Marcos too. Mm. Drove himself to Austin to class by himself. Mm-hmm. And those are things that you just can't do most of the time on your own. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we just, we laugh at the power of positive power of peer pressure in this situation. <laughs> you know, Christy, I think, um, you know, the first time I met you, I, I knew there was something different about you. And, of course, I knew 413 Fitness. I was like, I bet this lady loves her some Jesus. And, um, and you know, I think our fighters can tell that there's something different about us that uh, we, you know, hopefully, you know, we walk to the beat of a, of a different drum, um, a drum where joy fills our lives, you know, our lives are not without struggle, of course, and yeah. and we share those things. Um, but uh, you know, have do you feel like there's opportunity at times to share the hope of Jesus with people at the gym? I will tell you, one of my absolute favorite moments was about a month ago. A fighter called me, and oh my gosh, I'm here. I'm a, I'm a crier, y'all. I can't <laughs> she called me and she said, "Christy, I haven't been to church in four years. Will you go with me?" And it was just like, oh, my gosh, these are the moments. Like, these are the things, you mm-hmm. know. And I get the calls all the time. I'm going into an important doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and by the way, I did go with her to church. We took communion together. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just, it was amazing. So, um, but, you mm-hmm. know, fighters calling that, that, you know, unfortunately we had a fighter in the past two weeks called with a breast cancer diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, please be praying for me. Mm-hmm. And, um you know, it just, it breaks my heart that I spend a lot more time pr- praying for my extended family. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, it is, it's an honor that I get to do that. And we have a, another fighter who, when he knows that somebody's ir- ending the days of his life, he's asked me, please let me know. Um, I want to go and I want to make sure mm-hmm. that I have that tough conversation that I know exactly where they're going. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so I've mm-hmm. been able to in a couple of those those conversations mm-hmm. um, so that is just my ultimate hope is that I can point them to Jesus and, mm-hmm. and if I do that then I did 
you know, that's, that's all that matters. You know, sure, mm-hmm. I want to improve the quality of life, but if I can point them to Jesus, then I know, I hope that mm-hmm. when I get to the, he- you know, to heaven's gate, it's well done, good and faithful servant, because mm-hmm. I did all I could at that point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Christy, are there possibilities uh, for others to volunteer? You know, I know my classes are my classes are getting big and I, there's times when I'm like, I wish I had somebody here to help me. Um, you know, are there are there possibilities to volunteer at the gym or even coach yes. at the gym? Yes, there is absolutely opportunities. We are growing. Thank God. Praise God. We are growing. And um, we do. We need help. You know, of course, we need, we want the fighters to be there, but um, we need help in the situation that because of financial restraints, um, you know, we just can't hire another coach right now. Mm-hmm. And so if we could have, you know, like college students who are, you know, wanting to be in physical therapy or high school students that think they might want to go into to physical education even, there is, I mean, there's, we, one of our oldest fighter, I mean, volunteers was like 75. So we have a place for just about anybody who would want mm-hmm. to step in. And I mean, that's what Carrie, when she reached out to me, mm-hmm. she said, I want to be a volunteer. And I said, nope, you want to be a coach. <laughs> and and I told you so four years ago, you didn't did. I, Carrie? You the did. Four years ago. I know. And, um, and so, you know, yes, we we can use all hands on deck. And, you know, we're not going to just throw you in and say, here, go boxing. Mm-hmm. Um, you might work out next to this 85-year-old gentleman who has dementia. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you um, help the coach by putting equipment out. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's tons of opportunities to be a volunteer or just support us. Well, Christy, we thank you so much. Again, friends, this is Christy Richards with 413 Fitness, and you can find her at www.413413.fitness. And um, you can also call her, 512-695-4649. Friends, we love you so much, and we always want to bring everything back to Jesus. Friends, today is Saturday morning. And there are lots of churches here in town, and we want you to have that personal relationship with Jesus. He wants to have that relationship with you. Friends, he knows you already. He just wants you to get to know him better and for for you to look to him for daily strength and daily guidance. We pray that you would find a church that is preaching the gospel that brings everything back to Scripture. If you need help with that, call us on the love line at 512-249-6535. We would love to chat with you. And, of course, you can find us at lovetalknetwork.com as well. Friends, for Kathy Brock and the First Lady of Love, Miss Evelyn Davison. I'm Coach Carrie Brinkater, and we'll see you here next time.